Hello and welcome to Susty in the City. Happy New Year, everyone. We are into Veganuary and we're having a very Veganuary episode today. I got Will here today. Hey, Will. Hello, hello. Nicole, how are you doing? Yeah, good. Welcome back. So today, Veganuary, we have a lot of people who are going to be trying to go vegan for the first time. I also think that if um, people are vegan, there's always the chance to get a bit better at it. Um, like if you're already vegan in your diet, are you vegan with your beauty products? Hello, I'm Vegan Beauty Girl, I can help you with that. Will, tell me, how long have you been vegan? And what would be your top tip for someone trying out Veganuary? Okay, month? so I've been a uh, vegan since the 1st of January, 2017. You sound like a Veganuary guy. I am, yes. I am. Um, but yeah, it was, for me, I said, well, you know, I've been trying to cut back on meat and stuff like that. And then I just went kind of the full approach. And yeah, I'm six years in the making now. Wow. Yeah. God, I can't believe 2017 was that long ago. <laughs> this is it. This is it. That threw me. Wow. So we, are, we are here. Um, but yeah, I would say in terms of tips of trying to go vegan, I would say one step at a time. And I think sometimes... Well, didn't you go overnight with Veganuary? No, so... It took me actually the best part of a year to actually oh. fully transition. So I, what, you did Veganuary and then, or you so went to Veganuary? So it, during 2016, yeah, yeah. Um, I had a couple of days on, a couple of days off of eating oh. meat. And then it got to a point where August 2016, that was the last time I ate meat. Okay. I went vegetarian for about a few months. And then in 2017, I just went straight. So it was a mm. kind of gradual breakdown. Why do you think you needed to take your time with that? I was trying to get used to or trying to condition myself. I loved meat. Like oh, really? grew up eating meat, anything uh -huh. from, you know, steak, chicken and chips, whatever it is. Some people can do it overnight. Some people hey. can. <laughs> Not saying I'm better than you. It's okay. You are. <laughs> I did it overnight at 13, <laughs> but you know, well done to you. <laughs> Thank just being you. a dick sorry <laughs> in that case yeah some people and you know big up yourself for doing it at first i think we're all programmed yeah. different though aren't we like i couldn't do that slow quit like i need to just you know change i think for me because people go vegan for different reasons and initially for me it wasn't necessarily primarily at first for the animals mm. it was more of what I was told about health implications. Okay, I know that the food that I'm eating isn't good for me. And then as time yeah. pro progressed, I realized, okay, the implications about the environment, about animals. Was it a particular documentary that did it for you? Were you one, like one of the game changers people? No, so for me, it was more, it was a family friend um, oh. that I went to see, like one of my elders, um, my parents' age. I was at theirs and they were asking me, what am I gonna have to eat tonight? Because mm. I was on my way home. And I said, oh, I'm going to have chicken and rice. They were like, oh, you shouldn't be eating that. And I was mm. like, oh, what do you mean a rice? He's like, no, the chicken. <laughs> and I was like, what? And he was like, oh, yeah, chicken's not good for you. And I was like, oh, but you need protein, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He did the very smart thing, which was he didn't challenge me. He just said, when you've got a moment, have a look and do some research into yeah. it. And then let's have a conversation. So me being a bit arrogant, I was like, oh, I'll show you. <laughs> and then, like, I just kept on having a look and went down a rabbit hole, a chicken rabbit mm. hole of seeing a lot of articles saying that meat isn't good for you. When I saw how, you know, meat goes from being an animal to your plate and the whole process, it's a very unnatural thing. It is, isn't it? So That really upset me. I don't think I was necessarily against people eating meat, but I was very against the way we do it. And like, I have zero trust in our food industry to do that in a kind, compassionate way. Like, yeah. it's not kind to be treating animals like commodities. And exactly. yeah, it was just like, oh God, this so is horrible. Th this is it. So in addition to that, for me, it was also like the way 
way that you're seeing an animal being slaughtered, there's no nice way that you can slaughter an animal. But in terms of seeing the blood and things of this nature, I was like, this isn't natural for humans. It made me question a lot of things. And then from there, mentally, I kind of checked out from yeah. eating meat. Big up to your elders. So what was the hardest part about going vegan? Was it like kind of resetting your routine? Taste. Oh, really? You're so conditioned to eating a particular thing for years and years. It was, I know this food is bad, but actually it tastes so good. It tastes what you good. Felt. Okay. So I'm like, how do I make you know vegan food <laughs> taste similarly? Yeah. Or if not similarly, how can I enjoy vegan food? So it's like I knew all the things I couldn't eat. I didn't necessarily know the things that I could eat. Okay. So now do you feel like you're still compromising on taste, or do you feel like you figured it out and you're happy, or do you think you've just gotten used to eating shit food? No. Like, what is it? For me, I like to experiment with food. Mm. So through doing cooking, and I think this is one of the reasons why like I'm into experimenting and cooking food because I'm always trying to find new ways or different techniques mm. of making certain dishes. I've always cooked so this way it was good to try and yeah just experiment and mm. see what things that I can make that oh that's something new. Yeah and it tastes good. I would eat this again. Yeah exactly. <laughs> now I think my stomach just like went right off of milk, egg. I don't know I was 13 I don't really have a sophisticated palate then and I don't think I do now so <laughs> let's be honest it was just very easy for me but that's interesting I don't think either not a lot of people feel that way not a lot of people admit to it being like taste being the issue because it's hard to convince people that, <laughs> that yeah, it's yeah. worth going vegan when you're like the taste man <laughs> it's, like, it's like now if I was and I say this because like if I walk past a shop that makes chicken or steak or something mm. and I smell them it's like ugh. yeah it's, but so I reckon if I were to theoretically taste it, like I could taste the meat and um, I'm just like, I, no. yeah, I couldn't, I couldn't oh, do okay. it. Yeah, my taste buds essentially have been reconditioned. Mm. But I guess that's why Veganuary works is such a good challenge because yep. they say it takes like 30 days to break habit, right? Or is yep. it 28? Something like that. Once you've done it for a month. Was that you done? You did Veganuary and then you're like, cool, I'm vegan now. I like bought cookbooks uh -huh. and like I maybe I never follow... use those. I think they can be a waste of money. If you don't, you, if you don't normally use a cookbook, don't waste your money on it. Pinterest and Instagram, tons of recipes on there. And that's where I end up cooking from. Okay, you, you can, but I did a mixture of two. So one of the cookbooks that I've bought, it's like alkaline recipes. Oh, I'm yeah. Like, oh, this is interesting. Let me check this out. Like, what can you make using these specific ingredients? But then there's others where I'm like, okay, let me look online and just see, oh, how do you make mm. this type of dish? But I think for me, my thing is all about trying to make the food that you love, yeah. but veganizing it. Like culturally, you can still eat a lot of the same foods. Of course, it's not going to be exactly the same because yeah. the meat won't be there, but you can just make small adjustments and it can be relatively within the same ballpark in terms of taste. Yeah. I mean, I had it real easy. My favorite food was mashed potato. So like there you go. the substitutions are very <laughs> simple there. Milk and butter, very easy, easily veganized. Whereas I imagine, I don't know, if your favorite dishes are actually meat and you like that texture and taste, there's only so far you can dehydrate a mushroom, you know? But it depends what people's palate is like mm. for veganuary. There's loads of like meat replacements that you can get. On this tangent, do you think it's good to use a lot of fake meat during Veganuary or should people stick with like whole foods? Generally speaking, I would go for more whole foods, but mm. I would say to just to get people in. But I think you shouldn't be too hard on yeah. yourself because if you're a person where you're eating meat all the time, I think it's probably going to be easier if you get a substitute and then but it gets so much more expensive that way though doesn't it I, I i agree so take this with a pinch of salt in terms of you know maybe some meals 
you can do substitutes. Mm. And then, so for example, this might be your favorite, bangers and mash. Yeah, I love it. You know, so Linda that McCartney's, yeah. Maybe you can look at having more, you know, whole foods. Oh my God, no. So I actually had a Green Chef delivery this week and it upset me because I got like basically a bangers and mash meal, but it was like, instead of uh, sausages, it was, what are those large mushrooms called? Oh, um, portobello. oyster mushrooms. No, portobello is it? Or? So portobello are the round ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, oh my God, this is not enough. It was that and like some root vegetables. And I was like, I just want some sausages with <laughs> vegan sausages. But you know, I was like, nah, the it's, mushrooms it's aren't cutting it. <laughs> like, no. But this is what I mean. It's like, there's going to be some times where, you know, even me, like I don't necessarily want a replacement mm. and i'll be happy to have like just whole food so especially this time of the year maybe a soup on more social side of veganism yep. do you did you find it hard making vegan friends and did you feel like you were missing out on them before you had them or did you always have them so before you know i was part of the online community i found it like where all the vegan people at yeah that's how i kind of felt and then it's only being part of the community that i'm like okay there's yeah. people that are like me are in a similar position to me. Yeah, I think I can like pretty much owe, I feels like 100% on my vegan friends to yeah. being an influencer and like being a vegan influencer. And it, it would be a struggle to make friends yeah. without that. Yeah, do you have any advice for vegans who aren't necessarily, <laughs> you know, getting invited to these influ vegan influencer events? Because we all just get stuck in a room too often. That's how it, it, it can a lot be of our like that. Happen. But I, I would say, it's not necessarily about being a vegan influencer. No, I'm for, just saying it made it easier yeah, yeah, for it's, us. It's yeah. made it easier for us, but I'm sure there's loads of people online who are still part of the vegan community. Mm. They've made friends just through being mm. vegan and having social media. Yeah. So whether it's TikTok or whether it's Instagram or whatever it be. <laughs> yeah, so think... Facebook, as if anyone's making friends on there. Anymore. <laughs> <laughs> people still poke each other, who knows? <laughs> I used to find the Facebook groups really, really helpful. I don't use them anymore, but back in the day before, I guess Instagram became better for it. But like you could go on the Facebook groups and just ask like, what's a good alternative for this? I don't know, where can I find cheap vegan toothpaste? Like stuff like that. That's how I found out Superdrug was so vegan friendly as well. It's just amazing. Uh, yeah, I would say, online probably most people vegan people have made friends even people that i know who are not quote-unquote influencers yeah i've made a lot of friends or people yeah. that i've come across just from having social media so i think it's been quite beneficial in that respect because you know whilst i might exchange um ideas with one of my friends about veganism mm. who's not vegan it's like the conversation lim is limited yeah. and it can only go so far. And it's also just nice of some friends that will go check out like the vegan restaurants with you and exactly. stuff like that. For ages, I didn't know any vegans and I didn't feel like I was really missing out. But it's nice now, especially, I don't know, it's so easy in London because I imagine everyone probably does know a vegan now. I think it was like years before I like met my first other vegan, like yeah. other than going to the vegan expos in London or ever. That's another thing as well. Like, I'm not sure if this existed. Maybe it did, but like, vegan meetups mm. actually i know some people who do vegan meetups there's one woman called no meat manchester and i think they've got like a tight knit oh, um network in manchester for vegans where they meet up and mm. they go for meals you know that's outside of london but you know there might be other things like veg fest or other things online that i'm sure people yeah. can can look into i know louisa christie's got something called the v gal gang which is quite fun so i think she does like a little bit of meetups i know i always think like maybe i should do one i don't know if anyone's listening would you want a meetup i don't know would we make bath bombs i don't know what i do <laughs> 
But um, it, it should be cute because I know I just get I get a bit nervous. I'm like, oh, people might not like me in person. Like, no, I, I mean, yeah. you know, you've got an account and people are obviously following you yeah. because they like you. So it's quite unlikely that a person would show up that who didn't yeah. like you. Well, you yeah, know? but they... There's a difference between the online you and the real you, right? Yeah, but you you are very much <laughs> like if, if somebody asked me, oh, how is Nicole online and how is she in person? I wouldn't say that there's an inconsistency. Okay. So cool. Yeah, that's relief. And do you ever do them with the Plant Boys? Because I know you guys all kind of like collected together, and I feel like um for some of you it might have been like your first taste of like vegan friendship. Um, yeah. So like us and the boys that started off from like a WhatsApp group. Oh. And, you know, here we are today. But not only that, yeah, we meet up. But would you do a meet up? Would you host one? Would you be like, come on, like, all come down, make some friends? We've actually done that before. How'd it go? I think we were at Box Park. Oh, and yeah. We actually said, oh, we're going to be here. So if anybody wants to come, actually a couple, few people, not many, but few people came. That was quite cool. Yeah. yeah. Oh, do you know what used to be really good? Vegan nights. And it doesn't happen go. much. It's yeah. still it's still a thing. Hopefully they'll do a veganuary one. That yeah. makes sense. I probably don't think so because of the weather. Oh, yeah. Is that, yeah, it's just not much of a vibe. But summertime, definitely. Mm. And then, but in addition to that, I think if you don't know anybody, I think it's good for like tasting food and mm. having an experience. But I think for actually networking and getting to know people with such a like big and busy environment. Okay, would it maybe not be ideal? I don't know if people will have the opportunity to know mm. somebody intimately. Intimately, but, God, we're not going that far. But yeah, you know like, I mean, yeah, I know, yeah. I know what you mean. Yeah. Uh, not not necessarily the best opportunity to make friends. But yeah, yeah. it's definitely one to keep on the radar because I know they did two events this year. I was on holiday for both of them. I was like livid, but happier, tanning my tits somewhere. Like, that's <laughs> fine. I'm much better off with that. But yeah, I was gutted to have missed them both. So hopefully next, next time. year. Yeah. yeah. And um, if you guys need me to do a meetup for all the vegan beauty babes, then... I'll, I'll try I, I my vote, best. I voted already, yeah. <laughs> I want to grill you on my special subject, which is beauty. Oh. So your toiletries, do you know if they're vegan or cruelty-free? Judgment-free zone, just be honest. Do you know what? My toothpaste is vegan and my toothbrush is vegan. It's like wooden and, and whatnot. <laughs> um, but in terms of the other toiletries... Yeah, you just buy what you see. Yeah, I can't say that okay. I've particularly inquired into whether they are, so... Mm. I've probably got some um, educational. Yeah, I know. I feel like I'm failing as an influencer because you've been following me for like years now. (laughs) Like I I need a list. I think this is a great way of uh, taking on Veganuary. If you are perhaps like already vegan and you're like, what more can I do? I think trying to figure out your toiletries is a great step forward. So yeah, there are lots of lists online. Like uh, the three leading bloggers would be Cruelty Free Kitty, Logical Harmony and Ethical Elephant. So they're really good just because a lot of companies are not the best at admitting they aren't cruelty free. Like yeah. no one wants to be like, we test on animals or we pay other people to test on animals. They're, you're a lawyer, you understand how yeah. people word this. They'll be yeah. like, oh yeah, we don't test on animals except on the situations where we do. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, that's how they, so it can be so confusing as a consumer when you're trying to mm-hmm. trust like the FAQs because yeah. they'll lie to you if they can. Well, not lie, they'll mislead you basically if maybe a better phrase is maybe they yeah. might not be as transparent as that they is could it. possibly be yeah whereas these blogs are very good for transparency i'll leave them in the show notes i think they're incredible and that's where i always go to to really verify whether or not a brand's cruelty free and also the leaping bunny certification is the best oh okay. yeah so that's something to look out for but for people shopping in the uk mm. Superdrug is literally the best place because all their own brand products should have like the leaping bunny logo on the back not their pharmacy stuff um because medicine's different but yeah look out for the bunny on the back and also they will always label their vegan products so it should say suitable vegans on the back or have a little vegan logo that is 
incredible just because like if you're worried about budget or anything or like you just not everyone wants to spend a lot of money on like their face wash and their, t- their toothpaste and it can all add up right yeah. so we're gonna go shopping in Superdrug and we're gonna get you some basics all right do you know what just tell me the date I'll be there yay I'll be there I'm <laughs> you'll down. be there a few hours late but you'll be there no <laughs> I'll, I'll be on time, I promise. Yeah, okay. Um, and then if, you, if you've if got a bit of a better budget and if you aren't adverse to the smell of the shop, I really love recommending Lush. I knew you were going to say yeah. that. Yeah. Well, yeah. they are just like really incredible for Bath doing... Bath um, <laughs> That too. <laughs> yeah. But no, with their supply chain. So if you want to okay. go somewhere and know that they are like making the ethical decisions beyond animals. I'm not saying like super drugs or like that. Obviously, I already mentioned like the beauty brunks the other week, but um, like Lush, they have those higher price points because they are paying fairly for their ingredients yeah. and they are doing so much to really be the leaders of ethical beauty products. And yeah. they just, they think about everything and... They try and do their best and their transparency is like unparalleled. But obviously a lot of people cannot stand the smell of that store. Um, And they have made like some mistakes over the years, which um, I think they're just quite an outspoken brand and they they try and do a lot. And sometimes they do get wrong. So some people will boycott them for various reasons. But genuinely, I think they always have their hearts in the right place. And nobody's perfect. I mean, that's it. We we try and sometimes as humans, we can be a bit harsh. I don't know what the mistakes they have made. So I'm not in a position to judge or there are so many (laughs) there are so many controversies, but it's one of those things as well. You know, like the more ethical you are or you try to be the more the higher standard that you you get torn down for everything. But this the, the thing is, is that you know, there's probably an argument that probably somebody will make is that, oh, they ought to know better or they should have mm. done this. But, you know, sometimes m- mistakes happen. Mm. The, the best of us. And, you know, if you're asking for perfection, then none of us meet yeah. that criteria. Yeah. And the thing I love about them is that they will like they will have these conversations because there are a lot of brands that just won't answer your questions. Because yeah. if you don't admit to a mistake, that's just a better marketing tactic, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But because they are big on transparency, they will admit to it. They will have the conversation. But then more people do learn about them, like the ways they've messed up. And you want to explore that. Like there are but, so many rabbit holes you can go to online. Yeah. But gen- generally, I still. But I think that's love a. Them. Good, I think that's a good way to be if you can accept that mm. you know you're wrong about something, and you can if you have. Because it comes down to ego and I think people are like, don't want to hold their hand up and be like, oh, actually, do you know what? I was wrong in this situation. Mm. So even in what you're talking about branding, I think if they're adopting that approach, then, you know, good on them. And then um, not all their products are vegan. Uh, Most are. Uh, They're all cruelty-free. They've got their own cruelty-free standard, which is even better than Leaping Bunny. And um, yeah, they clearly label. So wonderful place. We can go to Lush as well. Wonderful. So you're just going to drag me around yeah, yeah, yeah. from store to st- what's, what's the next one? Holland and Barra is also a good one. Oh, okay. Yeah. So okay. If I don't you, mind like, Holland and Barra. There we go. I yeah. guess you can go there for like the health stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, they've also got great toilet-trees. Okay. So it's, again, a little bit more expensive than Superdrug, but they've got a lot of plastic-free brands in there and just like a lot of eco-beauty swaps. So they're good. And they often have like the penny sale, three for two, like... Mm. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, if you're tactical about it. And even this year, they did, um, not this year, last year, they did their Christmas advent, which was like 50 quid. And you got over 200 pounds, I believe, worth of beauty products in it. It was like an incredible way of just stocking up on some swaps if you're like trying to make better changes in the next year. So um, I think they can be quite got good. got pollen and barracks. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And that's all on the high street. So it's, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. wonderful that you can do that. I mean, uh, Boots also have some stuff. It depends on what you've got in your high street. But those mm. would be my three top places to shop is that what you're going to do this veganuary you're going to try and transition your beauty products in 2023 i will transition my beauty Yay. 
products. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll overhaul this for you. We're, we're gonna. And you can you can supervise. Yeah, yeah, I will. Yep. Okay. <laughs> okay. You can send me photos in the shop. Be like, is this okay? And I'll be like, no, get this instead. It'll be fun. Yeah, you know I'm down. Yay! Um, I think we do need to wrap up now. Um, sorry, it's been a bit of a short episode. Hope you guys are enjoying your time to relax over Christmas and New Year, and you're ready to get the best out of 2023 thank you so much for being on here will where can everyone find you people can find me on instagram and they can also find me on tiktok uh, eats by will eats by will yeah easy okay wonderful go. uh thank you so much for coming thank on. you for having me on yeah happy new year and happy new year to the audience thank happy you guys yeah like comment subscribe share um i think that's everything but yeah uh review as well all your support it means the world so thank you so much 2023 let's go bye